0: Hello everyone, this is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Alter Tenenbaum, Shliach to Irvine, California, on the topic of Seder ideas. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Hatzlach and their Shluchas. It's a pleasure Hello. to be on. It's my pleasure. Before we begin, I would like to thank our sponsors. I would like to thank Tzvassman Jewelers. Make sure to get... A nice piece of jewelry for your wife before Pesach from Tzfasma Jewelers. I would like to thank the Smetana Group, Gift Card Zen, and Ohana Pay. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. Let's get right to it. Pesach is rapidly approaching, and we're all making lots of arrangements every year. And we're always looking at Shluchim for new ideas for our Seder. And I know you run a great Seder and I would love to hear some ideas that you do in your Seder that maybe other shluchim could incorporate into, into their own.
1: Okay, so firstly, it's important to keep in mind that the Seder is one of those biggies during the year with the high holidays and Hanukkah, the Seder is probably one of those big three that people show up once or twice a year, and so therefore it's really, really important to have everything organized. This may be a once-a-year opportunity to connect to certain people. You therefore must be very, very professional and organized and ready with all of your ammo, your wife, your children, your whole family, to make the Seder the most amazing, moving experience, a memorable experience for the people that are joining your Seder. There is a checklist, I believe, on Shluchim Actus a few years ago. There was a, um, a workshop on this, and I think we had posted, and if not, uh, please God, I will A simple checklist. Remember to have everything there. If people are going to wash with quarts of water, have quarts, have water, have can openers, bottle openers, tissues, garbage bags, candles, anything that you could think of, make sure it's there before your first or second Seder. And if it's the second Seder, obviously you need to prepare even more in advance so that when Seder time starts, you are ready to roll, you are ready to kick off without wasting any time. As it is, the Seder begins late, whether you are making kiddush before and having toolfish, what have you, any choice you're going to do, we find it very helpful to simply send out an email to those that you know that are coming, to those that reserve, or somehow if you have their names, and give them the heads up that your Seder will be starting at a little later, that the meal will be a little later, and so that they should have a little snack during the afternoon, make sure to feed their children, have a nap, This year's Kaviris of Shabbos and Sunday may work better or worse, I don't know, but it gives them a chance to have a little snack to nap their children so that when they come, they're not sitting there starving, looking at the food and not being able to eat it and tired, and at least they have a little bit of food or a little uh, nap before the Seder starts. Again, once the Seder starts, you have to look at it literally as the clock ticking and time is working against you. However early you are going to push your Seder to start, the clock is working against you. It is late, it is at night, and kids do get tired, and people too get cranky. It is very, very worthwhile, again, on Shluch HaMachtus, as I know Dove Greenberg and I think some others, Jacobson put on tidbits, little thoughts, to take a few days before Pesach and go through them. I find it most helpful, I write them on little post-it notes, a little note, and that way, Paste up your Haggadah, and if you need to, you could move it along. If you didn't use it by... Post-it note, uh, I'm sure halachatly that's okay. And just keep moving it to the next page, next page, because almost every thought can be used at almost every time. Having people read works very, very well. Make sure it's a person with a loud voice, a clear voice, an enthusiastic voice. If, if someone is getting up and they are boring... That's a killer. Also, if you have a larger crowd of 60, 100, or 200 people, try to get people from around the room to read, different sides of the room, corners of the room. We offer people to read in the Hebrew, the English, based on your crowd. If you want it all English, make sure only the people in English get up and read. We run it also similar to how you run your high holiday services. You may be talking a lot of the time, you tell the people that want to read they could read along, but you keep moving along and every once in a while you stop for the Hebrew song, the Ishamda, the what have you, so that people can sing the familiar songs. But other than that, you are the engine, you are the link that connects the people that are reading or whatever songs that are there and you gotta keep it short and sweet. These are not sermons, these are little literally verdless, one minute thoughts that you could pop out. If it's a smaller Satan, it's a little bit more intimate, maybe discussions will start then, obviously that you have to um, judge your own crowd. Manishtana, again based on children, Uh, if you have children that could do it, obviously that's always the best, we line up all the children, have a bag of prizes that you're ready to give them. We have found that different languages intrigues people, obviously Yiddish being the most intriguing language, But if you have to have someone that speaks Chinese, Korean, French, Japanese, Guadalese, whatever language, and they could read it, people really find that fascinating. Again, not to consume too much time, that's not the United Nations, but to throw in one language or two, we've always found it to be very, very exciting, and it's just something different, and at least you keep people's attention. The food, going back to the food, which you have prepared, obviously all of the uh uh, shortcuts are available, and that is to have your matzahs already in bags. If you're giving everyone a kazai's matzah, have it ready in a bag in advance. If you're doing a kaira per table, have that in advance. When you start your Seder, you may want to run through quickly to show them how you do your kaira, how you set it up, or not. But theirs should be ready, and you go and you start. I do need to mention a, a, uh, an important thought that is always pointed out by my dear colleague, Rabbi Promer. remember your wife and children are not Yavadim, hire help, A, they are very, very integral to your Seder, they are speaking to people at the Seder, they are helping you, hire whatever help you need to be in the kitchen and to have the next thing ready to go, which means once you start Manishtana, you know you got 20, 30, 40 minutes, whatever your absolute maximum is, that they are ready, that right after rachzah, the fish comes out, or whatever course you have serving, comes out and is ready to go, because they were setting it up, while you were going through the Haggadah. At that note also, we have found a very nice idea, when it comes to achaz or rachzah, whenever, as many times as you can, ask the people to get up and wash, that being that tonight is a night of, we want to show that we are kings, we will be washing you. And we get servers, your children, or any people in the community that actually wash the people. It goes ten times faster because the people don't know what they're doing, which hand, and late, and they stop and they talk to the person next to them. If you have one, two, three washers, as many as you could line up, and just gis the vasa, let it go, you'll go through it ten times faster than... If they try to do it individually. Um, the Magid, again, Magid is really up to your crowd. you got to know your crowd. How much can they take? What interests them? Throw in the word Kabbalah, you got their attention, but keep it moving. Obviously, again, stopping at the important parts of Adamayinu, Pesach Matzamar, to know what the basics are. Once you come to the meal, I have found, once you start Rafsam and you tell them what it is, they are ready to eat. For all intents and purposes, your Seder is over. You may as well announce when Kol Nidre is next year because they are out of the door. I do take a moment to mention that from after the meal, in 20 minutes, 15 minutes, or however fast you're planning to go, the Seder will be over. And you sort of challenge people who want to be a survivor and make it to the end of the Seder. And you may get a few people that will do that. But other than that, if you could get them to the Seder, to the meal, that is, I think, the, the, the agenda. Um, I have found different ways, and I've heard from diff- different shluchim, whether you want to just run through this as a model Seder and do your whole Seder back at home with your children afterwards, if that works better for you, found that I could start with them. You're making Kiddush together anyway. You ask everyone to stand up and join you for Kiddush. And then... I wait over there and go through the garden. When they sit down and start eating and the meal starts, you have a few minutes. You could run through yourself and catch up to them. The first few minutes while they're eating, they don't miss you. They don't mind socializing with their friends or speaking to people next to them. And if you want to catch them, you'll have enough time during the meal to walk around the tables and be with the crowd. So that's pretty much the few pointers that I have found that work. And again, like any event that you do, the more prepared you are, the more armed you are, the better it will be, the more successful it will be, the smoother it will be. And to have people waiting for you to find bottle openers or to find forks and knives really kills the evening. And obviously to be mentioned, that's on the list. Neshek, have the women light Shabbos candles before you start. Have the Neshek there, have the matches, have whatever is needed.
0: Amazing. Um, do you have any jokes that uh, go-to jokes so that you like to share on Pesach that uh, that comes to mind?
1: Standard, again, I encourage people, together with the tidbits, and there are jokes. are shluchim do it. There's all types of tidbits out there. There's the Kabbalah of the Seder. There's the philosophy of the Seder. And there are jokes for the Seder. They're all out there. I seem to be... Which ones are my favorite that I use? They're the same ones. You keep reusing them every year. Um, when the... Um, there was once a uh, Shem Shluchim one to host a Seder and, uh, in a prison. And obviously they couldn't do it on Pesach, so they left them over. They did a model Seder and then left them all of all the stuff for the inmates to be able to run the Seder on Pesach. Afterwards they received a note that they were able to do the Seder. They just had one problem. When it came to Shevali Hamaska to open the door, the uh, wardens wouldn't allow it. Okay, bad joke. Next. Um, Moshe... Moshe, I always mention the note. Uh, Moshe was a little uh, baby when his mother put him into the basket. Hence the first Jewish basket case. Bad one. And when Batya opened the basket, what did she say? Holy Moses. Okay, that's three. What else? I mean, you, 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 the human food is why the matzah called the bread of affliction, because when you pay for shmur matzah, the price of it makes it the poor man's bread. Um, I really I think I'm stuck. Okay. Just by the um, way, if you're putting a clip anyway, questions. I always find just going back to the other thing. Ask a lot of questions, even if you don't give answers. If you just start off the evening asking a bunch of questions, it, it keeps their interest. Why are we saying why are we saying hey lachmanya at home the rebbe sifet? Why are we saying hey lachmanya in the in the house not after meir? Not at the beginning of the Seder, all our guests are here already, whoever we want to invite are here. These are basic questions that catch people's attention. When did the Jewish are, are we are the Jewish people a nation first? Or are we a religion? Or are we tribal? Which is all the story of the Haggadah that catches their attention. How many times is Moshe Rabbeinu's name mentioned? Well, whoever took the GLI course will know that one. But certain things that will keep their attention. Whether, you know, the nudnik at the end will ask you what's the answer, but everyone else, you just catch, if you could line up five questions in the beginning to pique their interest, they'll sit and pay attention, hopefully a little longer.
0: Oh, so you're saying not even giving the answers right then, just asking the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come up with the answers as we go through the Seder.
1: Correct. Because we always emphasize that pay is, 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 is the holiday of questions. A lot of questions don't necessarily have one right answer. There's several answers. What does it mean to you? How do you relate it? And hopefully you get people thinking. Hopefully they're at least a little bit tuned in. Because it is. It is the night of asking questions.
0: How much do you charge for your Seder?
1: So the charge of your Seder, I would talk, as a rule of thumb, I would, I, would, I would say very simply, are you doing this as a Mister? Is this a Kimche the Pisa? Are you on a campus? Are you in an area where people will not come at all? Which is usually the case of the Seder on the first night. Someone is making a Seder on the first night, and people are coming to you, unless they are very close, by bottom, that you're inviting them, really means that they have nowhere else or won't be going anywhere else on the first Seder night. Those are really mifts of Pesach. And I would keep my costs as low as possible. We get our Seder catered here in L.A. Caterer. So I work on that price. We make a Seder the second night. The second night are usually people who had ready the Seder the first night. They're either too lazy, too tired, or not interested. I look at it more than as a convenience. We are now offering you a Seder, which you're pretty much too lazy to make it yourself. Because the first night, people are always invited or are connected, unless, again, they're people who are totally disconnected. And so the second night, we charge what it costs us. What is the caterer charging you? or If you're making it, what are materials costing you? What does wine cost you? What does matzo cost you? Nice paper plates. All of that adds up. You're going to end up, and again, in L.A., we're over $40. And I've seen other places around us that charge even more. And of course, even when you charge more, even when you charge more, obviously, if someone says they have a difficult time and you know it to be true, of course. We let them come, and, you know, we tell them that it's sponsored. But I find a second Seder is more, again, I don't want to say only, but primarily a service for people. The first night is really more of a mixer. You're getting people who will not or do not or don't want to make a Seder, and I think there you have to come up with creative ways to keep your costs down.
0: Okay. Now, this was this was wonderful. Do you have any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim about making a successful And captivating Seder again
1: PPP preparation 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 if your your Seder is your high holidays it's your Ashton and Yom Kippur it's your Hanukkah menorah lighting you don't show up at the event without preparing and this does need preparation and there are wonderful sources out there just prepare and again prepare all the materials all the food you don't want to have any downtime when the Seder starts and whatever time the Seder starts, you've got to hit the ground running. Uh, one, more thing, one more thing important my wife always mentions, have gifts for the kids. Whether you can have them all come up for, for Manishtana or at some point give it out to them early because that will entertain them and keep them busy. Any Shmatis that you invest will keep the kids busy for a while.
0: Thank you, Rabbi Tenenbaum, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzpacha and approach to making a meaningful Seder. We really appreciate your time.
1: All the best.
0: This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you have any ideas of other shluchim to interview in the future, please send me a quick email to rabbi at with an idea of a specific shliach to interview on a specific topic. I will reach out to them, and it may just be the next podcast. Visit our website also, shluchimpodcast.com, for all previous podcasts. Make it a great week.